You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Let's claim the promises God has for us. Find out how we can grow in faith in week four of Dare to Believe. Okay, boy, na blessed dito sa series natin. We believe that God has uh, given us greater things and would give us more. But of course, it requires our faith to be elevated, to be upgraded, nang sa ganon makuha natin, ma-appropriate natin what God has truly prepared for us. Amen. Alam niyo, itong mga panahong ito ay significant din po sa akin dahil last January 2005, ako po ay nagsimulang dumalo sa lugar na ito. Around this week, more or less this time, uh, nag-start po akong dumalo rito, ang stage nandun pa located. Uh, doon pa yung stage, doon pa yung pasukan. Okay. At uh, natuwa ako sa Panginoon dahil, come to think of it, uh, 11 years na pala yung nakalilipas na ako'y narito sa victory. And whenever I think of that, uh, I can't help but really thank God for His goodness because it's only by the mercy and the grace of God that I'm here standing before you and preaching the Word of God. Dahil, uh, for everyone's information, hindi po ako original na dito na born again sa victory. I was born again in other church and even served there as a pastor for more than 11 years. And then bago po ako napunta dito. Eh, very rare ho yun. Dahil ang mga pastors ng victory, most of them are homegrown na tinatawag. Ibig sabihin, dito na born again, dito lumago, dito ginamit ng Panginoon bago sila nakita at nanaispata ng Panginoon na hirangin sila bilang mga pastors. Kaya sa akin, I always look at the grace of God and whenever I look at the grace of God, I realize all the more that God is so good. Amen? Ang discussion po natin is really about that, about the goodness of the Lord. Noong mga nakaraang linggo po ay pinag-usapan po natin the life of Jehoshaphat and how he responded in faith and in praise. At si Joshua, nakita natin yung kanyang faith na diniklara na kahit araw at buwan ay uh, sa pamagitan ng kanyang deklarasyon, pananampalataya, ay nagawa niyang pakilusin ayon sa sitwasyon. At pangatlo po kay Caleb, na kahit 85 years old na, sabi ng Bible ay binigyan pa siya ni Lord ng kalakasan to conquer his own promised land. Kaya he had his faith to conquer. At ngayon po is somebody which most of you and all of you maybe are so unfamiliar, si Lopehad's daughters. Ito yung pag-usapan is about faith to claim. Si, si Lopehad do, hindi unknown siya. Hindi naman siya isang Bible hero. Ito na, hindi nga siya nakapasok ng promised land and there's really no account of him in the Bible so much. But yung pong mga daughters niya, yung po ang nag, uh, nag-establish ng history sa kanila pong panahon dahil sa kanilang pananampalataya to claim the inheritance of their fathers. No, kayo ba yung nananampalataya na may mga bagay na inihanda ang Panginoon sa inyong mabubuting bagay? All good and perfect gifts come from the Father above who does the change like shifting shadows. Merong mga inihanda sa atin ng Panginoon but how do we exercise our faith is our way of appropriating and claiming those promises from God. So dito po iikot yung atin pong pagtatalakay so that matapos po natin pag-usapan nito, lahat kayo ay nasa pananampalatay. Aangkinin ninyo yung mga bagay na sinasampalatayanan ninyo sa Panginoon at inihanda na ng Diyos sa inyong buhay. Tumayo po tayong lahat as we open our Bible. Numbers 27, beginning verse 1 up to 7. Sabay-sabay po tayo. Then drew near the daughters of Selopehad, the son of Hever, son of Gilead, son of Makir, son of Manasseh, from the clans of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. The names of his daughters were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirza. And they stood before Moses and before Eleazar the priest, and before the chief priest, chief of the, all the congregations. 
at the entrance of the tent of meeting, saying, Our father died in the wilderness. He was not among the company of those who gathered themselves against the Lord in the company of Korah, but died for his own sin. He had no sons. Why should the name of our father be taken away from his clan because he had no son? Give to us a possession among our father's brothers. Moses brought their case before the Lord. And the Lord said to Moses, The daughters of Silopehad are right. You shall give them possessions of an inheritance among their father's brothers and transfer the inheritance of their father to them. Let's pray. Lord, samahan mo po kami sa oras na ito. May your name be exalted. May your name be glorified, Lord God. At sa aming pag-aaral, sa aming pong matutunan, nawapoy may apply namin ito sa aming buhay pananampalataya at maangkin namin ang mga pagpapalang matagal mo nang inihanda para sa bawat isa. Salamat, Ama. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Nangyari po ito sa mga panahong si Moses pa ang namumuno, but later on would transfer leadership to Joshua. It's because, kung alam naman natin, makikita lang ni Moses ang promised land, pero hindi siya lubusang makakapasok. Okay? Sa mga susunod na mga chapters ng Numbers, ay makikita ninyo yan. Now, Nagkaroon po ng sensus sa panahong yon sa dalawang kadahilanan. Una, dahil para malaman kung ilan yung fighting men. Okay, dahil kukonker nila yung promise nan, kinakailangan nila ng mga tauhan. Pangalawa, para rin po sa distribution of their inheritance the moment they enter enter the promised land. Now, si Moses po yung leader dito. Okay? At meron po tayong tinatawag na si Lopehad's daughters. Ang istorya po ay ganito. Okay. Si Salopehad po ay patay na. Hindi ho natin siya kilala kung sino siya, pero isa ho siya sa mga kalalakihan na supposed to be ay magkakaroon ng inheritance the moment sila ay pumasok ng promised land. Siya po ay isang walang anak na lalaki. At sa mga panahong yun, napakalaga ng anak na lalaki dahil sila ang nagmamana ng possessions ng kanilang ama. Si Salopehad po ay patay na, pero meron siyang limang mga anak na babae. Okay. Now, yung anak niya mga babaeng ito ay nagnasa na lumapit kay Moses at umapila. At ano yung inapila nila? Makikita po natin yan maya-maya. Tingnan muna natin yung background and context. Ito po ang pangalan ng mga daughters ni si Lopehad. Si Mala, Noah, si Hogla, Micah, and Tirza. Si Mala yung panganay. Okay? At ang bunso ay si Tirza. Hindi si Tirza the third. <coughs> Panlima siya eh, kaya siya ay yung pip. Panlima eh. <laughs> Tuloy na unatin. Okay, yan po yung limang anak. Women had no voice in ancient Near East culture. Sa kultura po noon, ang mga babae walang boses. Highly patriarchal ang kultura sa madali salita. Hindi sila pinakikinggan, kahit na sa korte. Hindi sila pwedeng tumayo at sila yung magsasalita. Hindi sila pinakikinggan. Second class citizens sila. Hindi ko sinasabing yun po tama. Pero ang sinasabi ko, yan yung kultura nung araw. In Hebrew law, inheritance of the father would be given among the sons. Kapag kayong tatay na matay, doon sa anak na lalaki ibinibigay. O kaya sa mga anak na mga lalaki. But usually, yung firstborn, double portion yung sa kanya. Kaya ngayon yung sitwasyon, yung mga daughters ni Silopihad, wala silang kapatid na lalaki. Puro babae sila. So anong sitwasyon? Ibig sabihin, dahil patay na si Silopihad, hindi mapupunta sa kanyang mga anak yung kanyang mga properties. Silent ang Hebrew law pagdating sa kalagayan ng mga daughters. Now, si Lopeha daughters would stand before Moses, Eleazar the priest, and 
and chiefs and the congregation. So, ang mga babaeng ito, mga anak na ito, ay para silang mag-aapila. Parang sa Korte Suprema. Okay? Parang aapila sila na magkaroon din sila ng inheritance. Okay? So, itutuyong kanyang sitwasyon. Sila po ay walang ama na mag-aalaga sa kanila. Wala pa silang mga asawa at that particular moment. At wala rin silang mga anak, of course. Walang asawa, hindi walang anak. So, problema ngayon, ang property ay hindi nilalagay sa pangalan ng mga babae. So, kawawa ang kanilang kalagayan. I don't know your situation. Maybe you are also almost in the same situation. It may not be exactly like this, but probably you don't have any property of your own. You have not received any form of inheritance. Probably you are in a situation na hindi nyo alam kung saan kayo pupunta, anong magiging kalagay ng inyong kinabukasan, gayong alam nyo naman at sa oras na ito ay wala kayong anumang kayamanan na taglay-taglay sa inyo. Dito natin makikita ang pananampalataya ng Solipahad's ng Daughters of Silopehad. Medyo may kahirapang banggitin. Ano? Basta si Z na lang Z. <laughs> Parang mas madali. Mazinger Z. <laughs> okay. Pag-aaralan natin kung paano i-display ng mga anak ni Z. Yung, uh, ayun naman eh, nagkakaintindihan dito. Okay ko ba? Kaya ko yung nabubulol-bulol sa pangalan eh. Oh, there are two ways by which the audacious faith was actually displayed. Yung puno yung mga anak ni Z. Okay. Number one, Audacious faith stands on God's goodness. And second, audacious faith claims God's inheritance. Now, dun po tayo sa number one, stands on God's goodness. Sabi ko po kanina, para silang aapila sa Korte Suprema. Okay? Una, sa isipan nila, bago sila umapila, tayo kaya naman ba ipakikinggan? Eh, mga kababaihan tayong lahat. So, meron na kagad uh, obstacle. Pakikinggan kaya tayo? Eh, mga kababaihan tayo, wala tayong boses. Pangalawa, there's nothing in their law na ang kayamanan ng ama ay ilalagay sa pangalan ng mga anak na babae. Pangalawang obstacle na yun. So, paano pakikinggan pa kaya tayo? Pangatlo, kailangan mag-agree yung lahat kung sila man ay magre-request para mag-grant yung kanilang request. Yung tatay nila probably ipinapangako sa kanila yon. Oh, ito eventually, pag nakapasok ako tayo ng promised land, yung magiging possessions ko will also be your inheritance. But there is no law that would provide para makupunta sa kanila yung kayamanan kapag yung kanilang tatay ay namatay. Now, knowing and understanding these obstacles, there would be that tendency for them to be discouraged. But they were not discouraged. They were not discouraged and they were not stopped at the point of hindrance. They pursued. Sa madaling salita, totoo nga, they stood before Moses and before the elders or the priests and before the chiefs and the congregation. Naglakas loob pa rin sila yung tinatawag na audacious act brought about by their audacious faith. Sabi ron, at the entrance of the tent meeting, saying, Our father died in the wilderness. He was not among the company of those who gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah. Ito po yung mga nagrebelde nun sa Panginoon. But died for his own sin. And he had no sons. Pinagdiinan po ron, wala siyang anak ng mga lalaki. Why should the name of our father be taken away from his clan because he had no son? Ito na ngayon yung petition nila. Give to us a possession among our father's brothers. Doon pala sa unang verse na binabarasan sa verse, mapapansin niyo yung identification ng mga tao 
sanop ganito, sanop ganyan, and sanop ganito. Nakuha nyo? That's the way they are being identified. Hindi pa uso mga surname nun. Diba? Hindi nga uso na. Eh. Diba? Ramirez clan, etc., etc. Noon, sa pangalan ng tatay, yung ninuno, anak ni ganito, ni anak ni ganyan, ni anak nito. Okay? So, karamihan, eh, lahat yun, lalaki. Puro lalaki. Now, sabi nila, why should the name of father be taken away from his clan because he had no son? Dahil pag wala siyang anak na lalaki, okay, yung kayamanan ng tatay, pwedeng ibigay yan doon sa kapatid na lalaki, kapatid ng tatay. O kaya sa pinaka-nearest relative na lalaki. Now, mabubura ngayon yung pangalan ng tatay nila dahil mag-iiba na yung may-ari. Kaya sabi nila, why should the name of our father be taken away from his clan because he had no son? And then this repetition, give to us a possession among our father's brothers. Gusto nilang makuha yung kayamanan na tataglayin ng kanilang ama because that's their only way of really surviving dahil wala na silang walang, walang umaako ng responsibilidad para naman sila rin ay alagaan. Now, ang tanong is, bakit ganito sila ka-audacious? How could they have stood up despite their circumstance? At dapat maintindihan mo natin ito, mga kapatid. Bakit tayo maglalakas ng loob, lumapit sa Diyos at humingi ng isang bagay? Una, okay, ang sabi ron, they knew they have an inheritance. Una, alam nila na sila ay mayroong kayamanan dahil sa tatay nila na bibigyan ng kayamanan. Ang tanong ko po, alam niyo ba kung anong bagay na meron kayo kay Kristo Jesus? As a believer of the Lord, we have an inheritance from God. Unless you understand that, you will not have the boldness to stand before God and ask for something. Ajan po kayo. But understanding that we are children of God, therefore, He is our, he is our Father, we are the children. There is a relationship that exists. That means we will call on God and we can ask Him for something. Amen. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, anak ka ng Diyos. Ha? Dahil anak tayo ng Diyos, we are co-heirs with Christ. Tayo kasamang tagapagmana ni Jesus. Maliban na maintindihan ho natin yan, hindi tayo tatayo sa harapan ng Diyos at hihingi ng pagpapala. Pakalawa, they knew they have a good God. Hindi kayo hihingi sa Diyos kung alam mo ang Diyos ay hindi mabuti. Do you believe that God is good? Sabi na Psalm 34 verse 8, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in Him. Mabuti po ang Panginoon sa ating mga boy. There was not a time that God is not good. Every single day, 24 hours a day, every moment, wherever we are, whatever we do, whatever circumstance you are in right now, God remains to be good. Whether you think otherwise, it doesn't change the fact that God is good. Even the person beside you would say that God is not good. He cannot change the fact that God is good. By, why? Because that's part of His nature. God is a good God. Amen. Sabi niyo, God is good. God is good. All the time. Mabuti ho ang Panginoon sa lahat ng sandali. Now, para maintindihan ho natin yung kanilang sitwasyon, bakit sila umasa sa kabutihan ng Panginoon? Because kung tutuusin, ayon nga sa batas, wala silang maikiklaim eh. Okay? Now, para maintindihan ninyo, ihalin tulad ko sa isang sitwasyon ngayon. Okay? Alam nyo ba, sa ating batas, hindi maliwanag kung ano ang citizenship ng isang foundling. Sa batas natin, dito sa Pilipinas, even the 1935 Constitution, ang isang batang napulot, eh, alam nyo naman sa bansa natin, ang daming batang napupulot, araw-araw. Wala sa batas na yan ay natural born, 
wala rin sa batas na siya ay naturalize sa madali sa kita dahil wala pareho yun sa batas parang lumalabas ang isang foundling ay walang citizenship. Pero ang tanong ko, meron bang taong walang citizenship? Kaya sa ibang bansa, especially in the international law, okay, international law, hindi dito ha, international law, ang isang foundling is, an, is automatically a natural-born citizen of where the country that that person was found. Automatic yun. Alimbawa, napulot sa, alimbawa, sa, sa Amerika. Napulot sa Amerika. Nakakuha ng bata sa basura. Itinapon ng nanay. Automatic po yun, American citizen yun. Dahil natagpuan sa Amerika. Sa bagay, common sense nga naman yun. Ano? Pudil ba yung Pilipino, pupunta ron mag-aanak, tapos tatakbo rito. Iiwan doon. Parang, parang, mahirap paniwalaan. Di ba? But, yun po yung batas. Okay? Now, eh, paano ngayon yung nagpipetisyon na sinasabi na siya ay natural-born citizen? Okay? Hindi siya pwedeng tawaging naturalize pag sinabing naturalize, citizen ka ng dating ibang bansa. Pupunta ka sa Pilipinas, gusto mo maging Pilipino, magpapanaturalize ka. Okay? Katulad ng mga, sino ba yung mga import ginagamit natin sa gilas? Okay? Amerikano, nagpanaturalize, so, naturalize Pilipino sila, pwede na silang maglaro. Yung batas natin, walang malinaw na sinasabi kung ano. Kaya nga, mayroong isang taong umaapila sa Korte Suprema. Okay? Na naniniwala ang batas natin ay mayroong puso. E paano ako lalabas ako? Di wala akong citizenship. Okay? Hindi siya pwedeng naturalize, hindi siya pwedeng natural born. So, madali siya sinasabi, you have no citizenship at all. At tanong doon, mayroon bang taong walang citizenship? Okay? Kaya ang sinasight nila is the international law. Pero sinasabi, sinasabi ng mga iba, eh, international law yun, eh, nandito tayo sa Pilipinas. Kaya siya umaapila. Nakuha po na yung ibig kong sabihin. Now, bagamat may nakausap ako ng judge, non-political siya, uh, member natin, sabi ko, uh, judge, ang isa bang sitwasyon na isang batay na pulot, eh, ano bang citizenship niya? Sa mga nakalipas na panahon, kasi siya ay family lawyer before, ngayon judge na siya, ang sabi niya, noon, lahat ng mga napulot na bata, automatic yung natural born citizen yun. Sabi niya. Ngayon, ito, dahil sa may halong politika na ito, hindi natin alam kung anong, anong gagawin nila. Pero sa mga nakalipas, ang dami na kaming bata eh, na napupulot eh. Lahat yung natural born, sabi niya. So, now, umaapila kaya ngayon, yung, yung isang tao, umaapila sa Korte Suprema. Now, with regards to the message that we have, because that's not my topic. Okay? It's not in the law whether they would have the inheritance. Hindi sinasabing maililipat sa kanila. Ang sinasabi lang, maililipat sa mga anak na lalaki. Nakuha po ninyo. Kaya sila umaapila, not on the basis of law. Umaapi sila on the basis of mercy. On the basis of reasonableness. Kawawa naman kami. Namatay na nga yung tatay namin. Wala nang mag-alaga sa amin. Pwede bang yung kanyang inheritance mapunta na lang sa amin? Somehow they were believing that the law has a heart because the law also came from God. Andiyan po kayo. Ang batas ng Hebrew law ay, ay galing sa Panginoon. Okay? Galing yan sa Panginoon. The intention is not to make things difficult for us, but for us to experience how it is to be under God's authority and how to follow His ways on how, how we cannot do everything but we can certainly avail of the grace of God. So ito po yung kanilang sitwasyon. Kaya sila umaapila, hindi sila mayabang. Nagsasabing, bigay nyo sa amin! Kami mga anak, umaapila ho sila rito. For the sense of reasonableness, believing that the law has a heart, 
because they believe that God is good who gave the law. Amen. Psalm 27, verse 13. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. It only shows that indeed, God is really so good. Amen. Have you come to the point of your life na lalapit ka sa Panginoon? Isang niisip mo, nagkasala ka pa eh. Alam mo, nagkasala ka, nagsasuffer ka ngayon sa consequences ng iyong kasalanan, but you are coming to God and you have nothing but just a contrite heart asking for the mercy and the grace of God. Because you believe God is good. Hindi ka tumatayo, tumarap sa kanya, sinasabi mo, Lord, ah, malinis ang puso ko, kaya dapat mapagpalain mo ako. The heart is humility. Amen. Puno ng pagpapakumbaba. Dahil katulad ng mga daughters dizzy, wala silang karapatan sa batas na angkinin yung kayamanan ng kanilang mga madahil wala nga sa batas. They were just asking for sense of reasonableness. Well, kawawa naman kami. Sa tatay naman namin yan. Okay? Now, pupunta ko tayo sa pangalawa. Claims on God's inheritance. The Numbers 27 verse 4. Why should the name of our father be taken away from, from his clan because he had no son? Give to us a possession among our, brother, uh, our father's brothers. Sabi rito ng verse 5, Moses brought their case before the Lord. So mayroong petition, may plea. Si Moses, dahil sa batas ng Hebrew, walang ang malinaw. Kanino siya pumunta? Kay Lord. Sino may bigay ng batas? Si Lord. Okay. Moses brought their case before the Lord. And the Lord said to Moses, ito yung sagot, The daughters of Silopehad are right. You shall give them possessions of an inheritance among their father's brothers and transfer the inheritance of their father to them. Dahil ang, ginaga, ang gagawin na, siyempre patay na si, si Z, ano? sa mga kapatid na lalaki ibibigay. So sabi gano'n ng Panginoon, kailangan doon sa mga anak ibigay. And of course, doon po makikita yun sa mga susunod, especially Numbers 36, ang isa pong condition kailangan makapag-asawa sila ng kanilang katribo. Okay? Kasi yung lupa, hindi naman o inaitatransfer yan sa iba't ibang lugar. Eh. So kailangan makapag-asawa sila ng kanilang katribo para manatili sa kanila yung kanilang inheritance. So, ito po yung naging sitwasyon. So, madali sila gilinant ng Panginoon yung kanilang request. They claim for God's inheritance, praise God, it was granted to them. It's not only they have seen the goodness of God. Hindi lang nila nakita, naranasan nila ang kabutihan ng Panginoon. May mga bagay ba sa buhay natin na mga blessing na alam niyong nahahadlangan? We need to have an audacious faith to claim what really belongs to us. And if you know that you are a child of God, you know that you have your inheritance from the Lord. Amen. Let us not be afraid of standing before God, trusting on the Lord's goodness, and believing that we can claim that inheritance in the name of Jesus Christ, who served as a mediator of the new covenant. Sabi po ng verse 8, Ito, tignan nyo, how that faith changed a lot of things. And you shall speak to the people of Israel saying, If a man dies and has no son, then you shall transfer his inheritance to his daughter. Anong nangyari doon sa audacious faith ng mga kababaihan? Ito po ay nag-change ng kasaysayan. Simula sa mga oras na yon, naging addendum yon sa batas. Alam mo yung sabi ng addendum? Ha? Basta addendum. Attached to the law. Idinugtong. Okay? Kasun, 
Kung more defined. Dati ay wala. Ang tanong ko nun, hindi ba alam ni Lord bakit may pa niya kinumpleto noon nung unang binigay kay Moses? Bakit kinakailangang sa mga panahong yun ay lagyan ng addendum? God knew everything in His mind. And yung mga anak ni Z, yung kanyang mga anak ay nai-record sa kasaysayan ng Biblia na pwede naman kung tutuusin mo, eh, tanggalin na. Pero ipinakita pa rin ng Biblia, kaya naging significant, yung mga anak na babae na ito is because of their faith. Adyan po ba kayo? Kaya nga, makakapansin natin, yung mga batas natin ngayon on rights on women, naapektuhan dahil sa pangyayaring ito. Sa Amerika, ikilukot yung situation na ito. Because yung nag ng constitution ng Amerika, nung yung mga fathers of their constitution, mga kristyanong lahat. Ngayon, makikita niyo yung equality. Pagka yung isang lalaki may kayamanan, nag-asawa, okay? ang tawag doon sa kayamanan nila ay conjugal. Property. Yung asawang babae mayroon ng karapatan. Okay? At ang inheritance, hindi na lamang sa mga lalaki, kundi i-divide na rin pati sa mga anak na babae. So, na-restore po. Okay? Na-redeem yung karapatan ng mga babae because we know naman that in the New Testament, there's no more Jew nor Greek nor male or female, everyone is equal before God. Amen. All women would say, Yan. So may karapatan na kayo. Okay? So hindi na kayo lesser citizen of this nation, lesser citizen of this world. Dahil nagkaroon na ng pagbabago when Christ died and rose again from the dead. At higit sa lahat, iginagamit ito, itong nasa Bible, bilang isang halimbawa. Now, Lahat po tayo ay tumanggap ng pagpapala sa Panginoon. Meron tayong tinatawag na inheritance. Ano po yung inheritance? Una tinutukoy na inheritance is about eternal inheritance. Sabi rito ng Colossians 1.12, Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Sabi niyo inheritance. Ano ba itong inheritance na ito? This is actually an eternal inheritance. Na pagdating mo sa langit, una, entitled ka na. Hindi na entitled, kundi recipient tayo ng eternal life. Okay? At ano man yung mga surprises pa sa langit, doon na lang malalaman. Kasi kung sasabihin ko sa inyo, baka ma-excite kayo masyado. Maraming surprises sa heaven. Whatever would be the composition of that inheritance, ang malaga, may inheritance tayo, that's eternal. Amen. Now, eh paano naman yung temporal, pastor? May pangangailangan tayo dito sa lupa. Now, babasahin ko po sandali itong Romans 8, 31 to 32. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, how will He not also with Him graciously give us all things? Now, alam natin si Jesus na matay. Namatay siya para sa ating mga kasalanan nang sa ganun maibigay niya sa atin yung buhay na walang hanggan. Meron na tayong eternal inheritance. Amen. But ang sinasabi po rito that God is really so gracious na hindi lamang eternal inheritance ang ibinigay sa atin ng Panginoon. Ibinigay niya si Jesus sa atin. Hindi lang para magkaroon ng eternal life, kundi sabi ron, how will He not also with Him graciously give us all things? Sabi niyo, all things. Pag sinabing all things, that includes everything. That even the blessings that we ask here from earth ay bahagi ng tinatawag na children's bread sa bawat isa sa atin. Kaya pag may sakit ka, hindi ka nahihiyang humingi kay Lord ng kagalingan. Amen. 
Kasi kasama yon sa binayaran ni Jesus sa krus. Hindi ka naiiyak kayo na humingi ka ng pantuisyon ng mga anak mo. Amen. Hindi ka nangingimi na ang pamilya mo, pinapanalangin mo sa Lord na maging maayos. Maging maayos ang marriage mo, maging maayos ang pamilya mo. That's exactly the blessings of God for us. Binayaran lahat yan ni Kristo sa krus ng Kalbaryo. So bakit ka mahiyang humingi sa isang amang napakabuti at tayo mga anak ng Diyos? We ask God for something not on the basis of our own goodness, but because God is so good. Not our goodness, but the goodness of God. So humihingi tayo with no, with no sense of entitlement. Hindi tayo magyayabang. And everything that we have today, what you are having right now, you must have a grateful heart to God. And you won't say, dapat lang, kasi lagi akong dumadalo niya sa victory. Dapat lang talaga bless ako. We are not entitled actually to anything. But Christ died and He rose from the dead. And He gave us now the victory so you can ask the Father in His name so you can have it. The problem sometimes is you receive not because you ask not. So imagine nyo yung mga daughters na ito kung hindi sila lumapit kay Moses at clean yung kanilang inheritance, hindi yun mapapasa kanila. Kung nasa isipan pala nila nakita nila lahat ng hadlang, at sinasabi ng isipan na, naku, hindi pwede. Wala sa batas eh. Naku, hindi pwede. Kasi tatay natin eh. Hindi nakapasok ng promised land. Naku, kung lahat i-entertain yung negative sa isipan na, they won't have the audaciousness to stand before Moses. Amen. They were standing before the sight of Moses and all other people there because they stand on the Lord's goodness and they claim God's inheritance. Same thing with us, church. The problem is we receive not because we ask not. You don't receive because you don't boldly ask. Being bold, being audacious doesn't mean being arrogant. Magkaiwa ho yun. Yung mga anak ho natin, pag humingi ho ng baon, hindi yung nagmamakawa. Lumulud pa ba yung anak ninyo pag humingi ng baon? Sasabi na, Dad, wala na akong pera eh. Baon naman. Tunayan, hindi pa nga sila humingi. Binibigay nyo na dahil alam nyo, kailangan nyo eh. Amen. Tatay kayo, obligasyon natin bigyan ng baon. Yung mga anak natin, hindi mo sabihin, anak, sige, mag-aral ka. Wala akong pera, pantuition mo, wala akong pera, pambayad. Basta mag-aral ka. Parang, manghirap yata yan. No? Gagawa ka ng paraan bilang tatay to provide for the tuition. Gagawa ka ng paraan para may mabaon sila araw-araw because that's your obligation to your children. Pero tayo, mga anak ng Diyos, we stand because there is a covenant between God and us through Christ Jesus. On the basis of God's goodness with the humility of heart, we can boldly ask from God, our Father. Amen. At yun po yung approach natin when we come to God. Now, the enemy would always try to show you the obstacles of what you are asking from God. But learn, if you know that God has given you something, learn to claim what God has prepared for you. As I shared earlier, January ho nung ako ay mapunta rin sa Victor's Ordinary Attendee. But prior to that, I was a pastor for more than 11 years. And I went to the corporate, I resigned because of a, for, a, for a principal decision. And I went to the corporate and business. And in my life, sabi ko tapos na itong chapter na to ng buhay ko. I have to move forward. I never realized that eventually God would call me and God would speak to me. I resisted several times. Nung sinasabi nga sa akin ni Pastor Ariel, hindi pa tapos si Lord sa'yo, humingi kila lang ako. Because in my heart, sabi ko tapos na yung area na yun ng buhay ko, I have to move forward. One time, he called me in. 
But prior to that, the Lord already spoke to me. That's going to bring me back to the ministry. My question then, Lord, where is the door? I don't want to kick any door that's closed. You open that door wide. And wherever that door is, I'm willing to come in for as long as you're the one who opened that door. And so one morning, Pastor Ariel called and asked me directly, Pastor Jonathan, would you like to be one of the pastors of Victory Alabang? At that time, nangusap na sa akin si Lord. What do you think would be my answer? And I said, yes, Pastor Mahaba ho yung panahon ng pananalangin ko up to such time that the Lord clearly told me to go back to the ministry. Masabi ni Pastor, but you have to study for one year because that's required of all the pastors of Victory. It's a combined curriculum of every nation and uh, Asian theological seminary for one year so that after you graduate, you have two diplomas because sabay yun, sabay mong kukunin. Sabi ko, yes, I'm willing. O, tomorrow, you, sabi na, Pastor Jun Iskosar, the director then of uh, INLI, sabi na, kakausapin ka, interviewhin ka. So, I, I, the following day, I went there. Okay, magkasama kami actually ni uh, Pastor A. So, pag, pagpunta ko po ron, nasa, nasa lubo ko ng room ni Pastor Junes Cusar, pagpasok ni Pastor Junes Cusar, syempre, babatiin ko. Good afternoon. Ang bungad na bungad na salita niya sa akin, I am sorry, the registration is closed. Tinuro niya, kasi nakatayo ko doon, nasa malapit sa silang inuupuan ko, naroon yung kanyang uh, board. At nakalagay doon yung pangalan na lahat ng mga estudyante, typewritten, okay, nakasulat doon, kalahate, foreigners. Tapos na, yung listahan. Sabi sa akin, I am sorry, but the registration is already closed. You can no longer come in. So, unang dinig ko, palagay niyo, magkakaroon pa ako ng boldness na magsalita. Eh, siya na nagsabing, it's already closed. Look, tinuro pa niya sa akin. But anyway, you are already here so that your time will not be wasted. You just tell me something about yourself. Sabi ko, ito na, binigyan ako ng pagkakataon, magsalita. So sabi niya, sabi ko, when, when would you like me to start? From the time that you were born again. 1983, yung mahabang kwento ito. Maalaala mo kaya. <laughs> they started telling my story. I was born again, 1983, etc., etc. Then after 10 years, the Lord called me into the full-time ministry. Tapos, sinayit niya sa akin, oh, ano na yung mga dinaanan mo bilang pastor? Sabi, I planted seven churches. But before that, I planted one church when I was not yet a pastor. Eh, siya pala eh, hindi ko alam. Siya pala yung church planting director and professor at that time. So, in-scrutinize ako. Sabi where did you learn planting a church? Eh, wala naman kami church planting noon. I just said, well, common sense ho. I just, <laughs> it's beginning with the end in mind. Eh, it was so surprising for me na itatanong yun. Dahil talaga wala naman kami school of church planting eh. I was not bragging. I was just merely responding. Okay? It's just beginning, begin with the end in mind. It's just common sense. And as the Lord leads us, tapos, marami pa siyang itinanong sa akin, and then yung last question niya, then, why, why are you here in victory? Isa lang pong nalala ko, sinagot ko. And I answered it with boldness, without being arrogant. I said, because the Lord brought me here. And when I said, the Lord brought me here, sabi sa akin, okay, you're in. Get all your materials from Zane, kanyang secretary, get all materials from Zane, you are already enrolled. Wow, tuwan-tuwa ako. Without me realizing, 105,000 pala yung enrollment. <laughs> but the good thing was that it was provided by God. Somebody provided it and paid for my tuition for a year. I was just standing on the Lord's goodness. It's because the Lord spoke to me that He would 
bring me to the ministry again. I just claim that inheritance for me. And the Lord granted my request. Nothing is impossible with God. Sometimes with the hindrances that you see in front of you, sometimes napapahinto ka na eh. Humihinto ka na at the point of hindrance, at the point of obstacles. But that's when your faith would come in. Ano bang sinabi sa'yo ng Panginoon? Ano ba yung bagay na kiniklaim mo na alam mong bahagi ng purpose ni Lord sa buhay mo? Learn to stand in faith and God is going to give it to you. Amen. Praise God. Let's give Him praise. We can claim our inheritance not only on the basis of God's promise but also of His goodness. Probably, you're not the person who received a specific promise from God. Although it is better if you receive. But if you did not receive, at least stand on the general promises of God written on His Word and trust the goodness of the Lord in your life. Because the intention of the promise is for you to experience the goodness of the Lord. God gave us a promise not to make things hard for us. He gave us the promise because the intention of that promise is for us to experience His goodness. Amen. And I tell you, God is always good. And you can always come to God in humility, but with boldness, standing on the goodness of God, claiming your inheritance, and whatever you ask, so be it. Let it be done according to your faith. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15 says, Therefore, He is the mediator of the new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promise eternal life. Sabi ko kanina, God has prepared our eternal inheritance, not only eternal inheritance, even our temporal inheritance because He promised an abundant life. You know how that came or became possible? It's because somebody, somebody became the mediator of the new covenant. And that somebody is perfect, whose blood is without blemish. And He was the one who died on the cross for each and every one of us. And He became the mediator of the new covenant. And on the basis of that covenant, every one of us will receive an inheritance from God. Amen. Because we are now children of God, we are heirs, and we are co-heirs with Christ. Amen. Let's give Him praise. So if your situation right now is you may be down, you may be depressed, you may be disappointed, maybe your marriage is being ruined by the enemy, maybe you are having some problem with your job, with your business, maybe you are having some problem in your finances, learn to claim God's inheritance, learn to stand on the Lord's goodness. And if you delight yourself unto Him, He will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Let's bow down our head. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for what you are doing in our lives. That despite the negative things that we see around us, you remain to be good and nothing can change your goodness. Ano man ang sitwasyon ng iyong mga anak sa oras na ito, let them learn how to ask confidently before your throne of grace that they may obtain mercy and grace to help them in time of need. Whatever would be your situation right now, I would like you to ask, just like the daughters of Silope had. They ask, that's why they receive. The reason is that sometimes you don't want to ask. You think everything is automatic. Ask God right now. Bow down your head and pray. 
Talk to God. He's listening to you. He's not just listening to my prayers. He is listening to your prayers as well. Lord, ano man ang pinapanalangin ng iyong mga anak, nakikiayon po ako sa kanilang panalangin. Whatever it is that they are believing you for, we claim they'll have it. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.